Welcome to the Seek 24 podcast. I'm John Michael Lucido, and I am so glad that you are here. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. So here we go. Welcome to the Nose Love Podcast. I'm Father Michael. I'm Molly. There's like... There's a couple other people here. <laughs> they're, they're not in the room with us. Elena's in the room with yeah, us. Yeah, she can't talk, so we'll move on to those who can. But uh, we've got three guests. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Okay. I'm Madeline. Um, just a student at Ohio University. And my other friends and roommates are on here as well. We all... Do a little bit of social content work with Know His Love. Are you guys all in the same house right now? We yes. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in our own rooms. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, I didn't realize you all lived together. That's hilarious. Fantastic. Um, yes. So next down for Madeline on our screen is Izzy. I'm Izzy. I also go to OU. Um, I'm a journalism major in publication design. And yeah, we do some tiny mics for Know His Love sometimes. Mm. And mm. Izzy's been yes. on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Julia. Yeah, I'm Julia. They kind of covered it. We all go to OU. Um, I study engineering, <laughs> but I still do some stuff with them for media. Yeah, I've enjoyed the tiny mic stuff. That oh, yeah. was a lot of fun. <laughs> I look I look forward to the repeat. This yes. <laughs> so this is kind of a special episode because we're talking about uh seek which is coming up in january and you three all went to seek last year right mm -hmm. yes yeah nice and you had some great videos that that came out of it particularly speaking to that nun about uh her her favorite things yeah <laughs> what was that like that was hilarious. We went up to her because she had this little booth that said like spiritual direction or something like 10 cents or something. And so we went up to her and she was quite funny. We just asked her a few like silly questions. And then we asked her like serious questions like, what is your favorite way God loves you? And like your favorite way to worship? And like, where do you see God most? Stuff like that. Um, and we asked her like, what's her favorite dance move? And she said she doesn't dance. She doesn't dance around. Um, <laughs> so it was just, it was funny and silly. Like, it just was a good time to go talk to all the sisters and the brothers and stuff. They were very uh, willing to talk to us. And it was funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you guys went to represent Know His Love, right? Am I right about this? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So what, yeah. what all, besides the tiny mic interviews, which were awesome, what was like your role in doing that? What did you, what did you do while you were there? I think one of the main things we did was just filming the Instagram content. But yeah. other than that, we were kind of, you could say, not illegally there. We did get to ask to be there and got our <laughs> tickets and things, but um, there was another podcast there that was called the Illegal Podcast at Seek, and it was kind of funny because we were like competing with them, just getting stickers out there and our name out there, and it was yeah. just kind of funny because at one point we were sticking Know His Love stickers on the back of like every person's <laughs> backpack as we were leaving the <laughs> <laughs> um, And then there's this other podcast that 
called themselves the illegal podcast at seek which is funny because we weren't actually quote unquote illegal and they were um but they just kept setting up shop at totally random places throughout the dome and they were like recording their podcast and it was just kind of funny to have this little feud between the two podcasts yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> could could one of you explain i've never been to seek yeah, but I was like just gonna ask that. what is seek how about julia if you want to jump in there yeah so Seek is a conference that Focus puts on um, every year. It's mostly college students. I think last year there was like 17,000 people, um, oh, if that's wow. correct. A lot of people there. Um, yeah, mostly college students. And it's just like a week-long event in St. Louis where they have famous Catholic speakers. They have um, like keynote speakers that everyone goes to. And then you can kind of choose for the smaller groups, the smaller sessions, who you want to see. Um, and it's also just a good time to meet a bunch of other Catholic people. There's a bunch of booths for like Catholic mission um, organizations. We talk to all of them. There's also some like Catholic shops. Um, they sell like rosaries and like Bibles and Catholic books and things. Um, but yeah, it's just a week of learning and growing in your faith. They had a lot of adoration and praise and worship and started every day with mass um, and then kind of got to some more fun socialization things in the afternoons. And it's specifically for college students, right? Is what focus does. Yeah. That's when it was, that's what it was originally designed for. But I think last year and Izzy and I both actually worked in the office at Focus's mm -hmm. headquarters this summer. And they kind of talked about how they're trying to open up seek for more of just an overall, like, young Catholics, but also old Catholics as well. And so they started Focus Parish, which is sending out missionaries to parishes throughout the nation as well. And they're trying to get parishes to send people and like directors of religious education and things like that now too. So last year, I think was one of their first years implementing more than just college students. Okay, that's awesome. What is like our, I don't know who answers this question, if you should or they uh -huh. should, but what is Noah's Love's involvement with Seek this year? Because last year we were just kind of there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, what is kind of the difference of how we're going to be involved this year? Um, I think this year we had, we just had media passes this year, but this year we're like on like the podcast track um, nice. where we're just, I mean, we're filming this podcast, so they're going to put this mm -hmm. on there. And then also I think we're just going to do tiny mic videos again um yeah and go around and interview people yeah that's <laughs> awesome they got it we gotta keep it gotta keep it classy <laughs> um, I, I seriously we was i want everyone who's listening to this to scroll back on the noah's love instagram to the seek videos you guys did last year because we watched them we were like crying of laughter it was so awesome we had so much more content we had so much more Did content really? we never posted. Yeah, there was yeah. some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was learning how to get organized with my camera, so mm. we, we need to find some of that and dig it up. Yeah, dig it up and then, like, post it to tease what's going to come this year. Yeah. Oh, be funny. yeah. We could. We oh, could. Good. There you go. I feel like it's it was so much in the vibe of everything we do with Noah's Love. Yeah. Because we're not, like, a super professional-looking uh entity in that like Looking. well just like Did you just call me ugly yeah that was it so the uh, this podcast no in the, it's in the basement very it's very chill yeah, yeah. yeah 
and we don't like plan what we're going to talk about usually that far in advance and stuff. But I feel like that's what makes it like it's just meant to be relational and kind of yeah informal. I think is like what makes it what it is. So yeah, I love that it's just like going up and asking people about their relationship with God and other funny questions. It's very mm-hmm. very know His love. Yeah. <laughs> Besides uh, that kind of work that you guys did, what were some of the parts that really stood out for you personally? Uh, helping you in your spiritual life and your relationship with God. How about Madeline? I know it's like so <laughs> it's weird. It's like who talks? <laughs> we'll just we'll just do popcorn. Okay. Ooh. Or you can pass. Well, <laughs> I I I kind of, I have a half baked thought, so I can I can try to mm-hmm. get All that right. out. Um, I guess so. Basically, two summers ago, I served with Damascus on their media staff, and I learned all about. Um, kind of creating content for God's kingdom and how to do like this missionary uh, work through social media and things like that. And going into last school year, I was very dead set on that, learning how to do that more fully, more deeply, and just kind of implement that into my career. And when I went to seek, there was just such a fulfilling um kind of feeling to see how many other young, passionate Catholics there were who wanted to make Catholicism part of their everyday life and part of their careers and things like that. And there was a specific talk that was actually for the um, track that was for like directors of religious education and um, more like youth ministers. It was on their track for Seek and we went to it just because it was, it was personally one of my favorite um quote-unquote famous Catholic speaker is Father Josh Johnson. Um, And so we went and it was a really good speech about just burnout. And I guess it was kind of like burnout from the perspective of DREs and youth ministers and things like that. And in my head, I implemented it right back into my media and my desire to do things for God through my career and understanding that there are those moments when you are going to experience burnout, but then there's also those moments like walking into seek and seeing the 17,000 Catholic college students and being like, I'm not alone in this. And that when I do experience yeah. burnout, it's for a reason and that God has a great plan on the other end of this. So I think that was probably one of yeah. my most transformational moments from last year and kind of concluding with seek. Hmm. That's awesome. Very relevant too. like, I like that it sounds, from what you just said and from other things I've heard, it sounds like they're not just, like, doing the classic type of talks that you mm-hmm. see everywhere, here every time you go to some sort of Catholic event. But it's, like, that's yeah. just super relevant and, like, necessary to hear about. So that's really encouraging mm-hmm. to hear that it's, like, yeah, they're they're helping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everybody's coming together and then, like, really being fed in their faith, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. How about either of you two? Any particular moment that stood out? Um, I was That's the exact like, moment of that talk that I was... Just like the hope of seeing how many <laughs> college students there were there. Um, like at our school, the Catholic Center is a little bit smaller. Um, we don't have focus on campus. Um, so it's kind of like my first like interaction with focus. Um, and so just seeing like how much work they're doing and how many college students are like devout and like joyful about their faith was just so interesting to me. Um, To see like thousands of students like worshiping together was so awesome. Um, 
yeah Uh-oh. it was so joy-filled i feel like that was like what stuck out the most yeah that's i think it's things like that are so encouraging to to realize you're not alone and that there's so many other people out there with the same fire and things like the march for life uh, or for high school students like the steubenville conferences um and even just really little things just to see that like there's a lot more going on how about you izzy um i was gonna pinpoint the exact point in uh father josh johnson's talk that madeline did <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's what stuck out to me most honestly like um it was such a thing of like part of the burnout was like are, am i creating for myself in my glory or like am i creating for god in his glory you know yeah. um and that was part of the talk and that was so good also, I really liked, there was this like giant swing dance and <laughs> they, they brought in this like country band and there was this giant swing dance and we have all never like swing dance before, but there was this like one guy that was like, he was so nice. He was like showing us all how to swing dance and it was the funnest thing. And then we all got to like, we all did summer projects over the summer with Focus and we all would like swing dance like once a week and it, swing dancing so catholic it's so catholic and <laughs> it, it is no but that was one of my favorite parts because we're like what is going on these people are cool um but that was fun that's fantastic um what are you looking forward to like going back to seek again this year like having had that experience well, I'm hoping there's another grand swing dance because we're a little better this time. Yeah, you're ready to show everybody how it's done. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to like the breakout talks too because uh, the theme this year is Be the Light, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there'll be some cool like practical um, tips with that and like showing us how to like do ministry better and stuff and I'm looking forward to like seeing our friends from this summer. A lot of them are going to seek. It's just like really good connection wise. And then also I'm looking forward to seeing like the, uh, all the Catholic opportunities that they like present to us, all the people that come table and stuff. I'm looking forward to see all those like for the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say very similar thing. Number one, I'm very excited, not number one, more on like a physical level. I'm very excited to kind of job search there because uh, I'll be graduating early and I really want to <laughs> work smart. in Catholic media. Um, yeah. So trying to figure that out, uh, but also on a more spiritual level with that like graduation coming and um, kind of my spirituality as it is right now, I constantly know I'm like, okay, as a Catholic, as someone who is working to build up the kingdom, I definitely know that I am some sort of light to people who don't necessarily know that it's because I'm Catholic or things like that. Um, and I, I like to think that, but then also there's a part of me where I'm like, well, is that pride to think that I'm the light in other people's lives? Um, yeah. But then you also do know that like the Holy Spirit makes us different and being yeah. baptized and confirmed makes us physically different. Um, so it's like getting to actually hear why we are the light or how to be the light uh, is kind of what I'm really most fo looking forward to because I actually want to understand a little bit more of what JP2 means when he's like, we are children of light and mm -hmm. kind of how to do that, not pridefully, but also in a very missionary way of like, I can be a light to someone else and things like that. 
I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's a way that Satan can sometimes twist our desire for good and mm -hmm. like our desire to be holy is like, oh, well, that's prideful. Like you want to be better, better than everyone. But yeah, yeah, God, like having the Holy Spirit within us call not only like makes us different, but calls us to be different, too. Um, mm -hmm. And if that faith is pure and that motivation is pure, like it's a good thing. But I think it's I think you brought up a really good point. Like it can be easy to be like, oh, this is prideful. Mm -hmm. But I think that's just Satan's way of twisting something good. Um, Mm -hmm. something really good so i'm excited for you guys to get to like kind of take all that in and then especially with where you're at in life like getting ready to graduate and then like carrying that forward i feel like it's good timing mm -hmm. yep how about you julia i'm also looking forward to the talks i feel like there's going to be a big focus of like evangelization in the theme um and like even just focus in general like their main mission is to evangelize through like college campuses um but taking that back to our own lives i think it's going to be we're going to learn a lot i think um and yeah i'm also just excited to like interview people again and just meet a bunch of new catholic college students um it felt very free at seek last year like there's a big like joyful free free feeling um mm -hmm. and so i'm really excited for that again you guys brought it up uh and i'm trying to get it to show up on my phone again um, the, uh, the quote, and it's right on, on the Seek website from, uh, Pope St. John Paul II, you are children of the light, you belong to Christ, and he has called you by name. That's a powerful statement. Yep. <laughs> Classic JP too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling it like it is. Without having, like, heard, you know, talks on that topic or anything like that, how does that speak to you as... So, like, college students, but also, like, college students who are, like, missionary-minded. I would say what sticks out to me most about that quote is, like, he has called you by name. Um, and just knowing that we're all called to evangelize in our daily lives and, like, show Christ's love through whatever our vocation is, whatever we're called to. Um, and I feel like focus, like, seek out a big, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there, the focus of Seek last year was like you are called and mm. I feel like I just left feeling like worthy and like able to evangelize in my daily life and like even just through friendship or through like talking to strangers or just like the way that I talk to people you can evangelize um it doesn't have to be a big like mission trip um like you can do it with the people around you and the people in your home in the people in your classes. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to learn more about how to do that in my everyday life and mm -hmm. evangelizing through the smaller acts. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I feel like for me, uh, I definitely feel like a broken record saying this because if you know me already or have talked to me, you've probably heard me say this a million times, but um, at least picking to be in the media field originally I wanted to be quote unquote in the spotlight. It was more out of a sense of pride. It wasn't that I wanted to create anything for the Catholic faith or really be a missionary through my work, but it was more that I just felt like I had somewhat of a talent for it and wanted to just keep going with it and use it to build up my own name. Uh, but recently through different things like going to seek last year and being a missionary with Damascus and getting to work with focus in their headquarters, just learning more about that missionary mindset and being mission focused. 
uh, has really shown me what being a child of the light actually means and that it's not putting the light on my name, but putting it back on the name of God behind me and saying like, this is what's fueling my light. And this is why I save up everything and I put it all out for everybody and try to use my talents as much as I can to actually shine the light back on his name. And it was, that was kind of the overarching, like shortest way to say like, not my reversion, because I've always been kind of in the faith pretty strongly, but my realization of what God has called me to be by my name and saying my name to me, saying, Madeline, this is what you're called to be. This is why I gave you your talents. And this is why you're a child of light. So I feel like that's kind of, if that makes sense, what that quote means to me. Awesome. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going off of both of those, um, I think, I don't know. I think it's so cool that like we're called, like we are set aside, like we're to act differently than everyone else. Um, and that like feels different, you know? And it's like, that's kind of hard sometimes. Um, and like what Julia was saying, like becoming more like holy in like the little ways and like bringing other people into the faith in the little ways. I feel like, I don't know, that kind of, I feel like we're going to learn about a lot about like persevering in the sense of like our faith isn't built on these like huge acts, but like, you know, the perseverance of like the little ones, you know, and when they're saying like, be a child of light. um, I don't know. I feel like I've been realizing this past year that like, I feel like holiness is simpler than we make it. You know, it's just, it's all by his blood. It's not by what I do and come up with, you know, it's all just like coinciding with what he wants me to do. So I feel like, learning to be more of the light it's only by him and like me coinciding with his grace and like so i feel like there's going to be a lot of practicals with that at seek and that'll be cool to learn about yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think we can definitely overcomplicate holiness mm-hmm. of like oh i need to do x y and z when really it all comes down to like mm-hmm. what you said it's like saying yes to cooperating with what he's already doing and like that's mm-hmm. it. Like he he does all the hard things as long as we say yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I really like that. Especially in the I think, like you guys brought up, the little things really matter. And in our normal relationships, it doesn't always have to be something crazy and obvious that it's just like faithfulness and little things. Have there been ways um, that you've seen on your campus that you've been able to put into action what you learned? or experienced at SEEK? Um, Madeline, do you have first thoughts? Uh, Not going to a Catholic school and not having any missionary organization on campus and only having a Newman Center, uh, which is still a very strong and powerful group to be a part of, uh, but not having like all of those other outlets that often a lot of the bigger schools have uh, definitely makes it a little bit more difficult to find community that is always going to be there for everything but it makes it so much easier to actually learn how to be on mission at school and how um, to take what you learn from things like seek back to school so for instance one one thing that's really sticking out to me and it's probably because izzy kind of has researched this story in my head recently uh this morning but There was this guy that I met on campus last year through doing an interview with him for the school newspaper. And 
just being able to talk about my faith and being confident about it because I have that backing of there were 17,000 other college students trying to strive for holiness just like I'm trying to do. And all the little bits and pieces of information we learned from all these speakers and these inspirational talks uh, has made me confident enough to talk about my faith freely in these interviews. And so I did this interview with the school paper and it actually has come to like fruition. And the little fruit of that is that this guy who did the interview is going to young adult groups and he's coming back to the faith because he was originally in the faith and uh, just being confident to talk on your faith and being joyful about it mm -hmm. is kind of what I learned last year. And it's what I've learned is a really small act that brings people closer to the faith. Yeah, something they emphasize, which is super important. I feel like last year during school, I thought like we had to do these like grand things all the time and you know, we had to like be perfect in it and it was stressful, but in like a sense, they emphasize like the importance of just like being people's friends um, and evangelization through friendship. Um, and that's like so simple if you really think about it, you know, just like trying to love on people and be their friends and inviting them to things. I mean, I feel like that's what God does, you know, just gives us these little invitations. So, I mean, they really emphasize just like inviting people to things and so yeah we'll invite people like at we have a lot of like newman events so and like at daily mass and stuff i'll like invite people to like be in the group chats and like come to the events and stuff so that's i don't know they just are, do good at like practical practicalizing it down you know so it's not this like crazy thing it's like oh i can just be their friend i feel like i've learned that a lot of people's conversions are more like emotional rather than like just learning all the arguments and they heard oh the one thing that like convinced yeah. them and so like just trying to show people like Christ's love through my own actions and like through my life um is like the best that I can do and knowing that I don't have to convince someone uh that God loves them like God's gonna show them that but he can show it through me um if he's called to and I'm gonna love them but it's not like my role to change their hearts and change their minds is just my role to love them like Christ yeah. would. Um, and so I feel like that's something that, especially on a college campus, like just showing people genuine love and authentic friendship, um, like can bring so many people to the Lord. If you could share like one reason why, especially a college student should go to seek if they can go this year or in the future, just one short thing what would that be? And maybe we could, we could go in reverse and start with Julia. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, if I could give one reason why people should go to seek, um, I would say it's just something different. Um, like how many times, like, are you going to get the opportunity to see almost 20,000 Catholic college students worshiping together? Um, like it's an opportunity that nobody gets very often. Um, and it literally like can be life changing to some people. Um, so just like try to do something different. Um, like just go and see, go and see and find out what it's all about. How about you, Izzy? Uh, Jesus, Jesus will be there. He will be there uh, every day in mass. <laughs> and we have, they have adoration. Like I think the last few days, um, that is the greatest reason. And yeah, like come give him a shot because he'll answer your questions and he won't let you down, you know? And it's just the the way they do adoration, it's so beautiful. 
and they had this like they walked around with him and it was so beautiful and I don't know it's something that you really have to search out to, well you don't have to search it out but like he'll be there and it's it, it's gonna be beautiful yeah cool I was gonna say a similar thing with like the questions uh that Izzy brought up because I think that the one reason I would just choose to keep going back other than Jesus, Jesus, obviously, because it is one of the most powerful adorations you could ever go to. It's so beautiful and so holy. Um, But you'll be challenged through the talks with little questions that like bite at you and you want to dive deeper into those topics. And it's the perfect place to do that because this talk will build off of the next talk and the next talk builds off of three others that you could go to. And uh, basically, I think that the best part of it all is that it opens not a can of worms, but like just picks at like little questions in your brain and it helps you to go down your faith journey all in one week and just open up so many more questions and understand so much deeper why you practice what you practice and why you believe what you believe. Those are good reasons. Yeah. Elena (laughs) raised her hand for a second there. I I didn't know she had something to say. Uh-oh. Oh, there she goes. There it goes. <laughs> She's coming to the end of nap time. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, shall we close it out? Yeah, so we, we finish uh, every Noah's Love podcast with how God has loved us lately. So why don't we start with Molly, and, okay. uh, and then we'll go to you, me and you guys. Yeah. Um, well, Elena got baptized uh, a couple days ago by Father Michael, mm-hmm. and that was a really beautiful experience. Very grateful to have that tradition in our church grateful for infant baptism really (laughs) um but that was just a very special beautiful experience for my husband and i to see her get baptized and a lot of our family was in town for it so so yeah elena's baptism what about you father michael um i like the change of the weather it's like feels like the very start of winter and just that we're coming to the beginning of advent and I'm right on the verge of decorating our house. I know. The Halloween uh, decorations came down today. They did, so... yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> All the fall stuff was like compiled in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's time. I'm ready for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thankful for that change of time. I always love it. Yeah. Um, Madeline, how has God loved you lately? Wow. Um, <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm immediately resorting to yesterday for the Feast of Christ the King. I'm part of the parish that has the, I think it's the first in the world, but it might just be the first in the nation, uh, church named after Christ the King. So Mm. it was our first ever time, actually. I mean, we've always had a big celebratory mass, but we just got new priests and they really wanted to celebrate it with a procession around the school and the church. And it was the first time that my parish has ever done something like that. And getting to be a part of that and help plan it and getting to see the people of my parish who are not necessarily accustomed to that, getting to like experience that for the first time, I definitely felt God's love through that because it was just such a beautiful moment. And there were so many smiling faces after and some people were experiencing, I think, adoration probably for the first time even. So mm. it was very shocking. But shocking with how much i was like god is in this room and god is loving every mm-hmm. person here awesome how about you izzy 
Um, God loved me this week through Thanksgiving. Uh, that was a great day. I went on the turkey trot with my dad and my sister. <laughs> I have been loving running recently, and I just, I don't know. That's God's gift to us, too, running. It's awesome. And also all the food from Thanksgiving. It was great. And getting to see my family. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, God also loved me um, over Thanksgiving break because we got to go home and kind of, like, take a step back from school. Um, and it was a really good, like, change of pace uh, to, like, take a step away and just, like, relax for a little bit right before we go into finals. And kind of just, like, the Lord was just showing me, like, I see I see God so much at school, and it's so easy to see him here. But it's also really easy to see him at home, too. And, like, he's just everywhere. Um, doesn't matter where I am or who's around me. Beautiful. Yeah. Great answer. Absolutely true. <laughs> This is maybe the most guests we've had on at once. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't think we've had more than two before. <laughs> yeah. Cool yeah. Hey, the record. It is, especially over video. It's like we have three people also there on video, but yeah. I think I think we made it work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, have a great time at Seek. I'm not sure when this is going to come out. Uh, I think it's sometime before the conference, but yeah, that's exciting. We look forward to more interviews and you more tiny mics. Oh, yeah. again. Yeah. You gotta find that same nun. <laughs> we us. will. We'll track her down. <laughs> yeah. We will. Just make it a yearly end. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> we will find her. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. And we will talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, friends. For more content from this podcast, please click the link in the episode description. And I invite you to come join us in St. Louis, Missouri, in encountering the person of Jesus Christ at Seek 24, from January the 1st through January the 5th. For more information and to learn how to register, please visit seek.focus.org.